It is hard to stand in your power if you don't know where your power lies. And you don't know where your power lies unless you have an understanding of your energetic makeup and what you were made for. The tools we discuss and incorporate within this philosophy provide this crucial information. These are, of course, the human design system and the destiny card system. Both have been an invaluable asset in my journey thus far, and we are going to discuss a little more about what they are and how we can get the most out of them. And last week, we had our first Wise Wise Q&A livestream, which seemed to be a big success from my eyes. No technical glitches and some really great people, questions, and conversations rounded out the night. And by the time you hear this, we will have completed our second live Q&A session. So this is just a reminder that we are doing these bi-weekly on the off week of our podcast releases. I post the details on our social media as we get closer to the shows, but you can watch them on Zoom, Facebook, or YouTube, and they are, of course, available for viewing afterward on Facebook, YouTube, and added to our podcast feed. And finally, it would warm my heart if you all could take some time to go to our Wise Wise iTunes page and rate and review our podcast to help boost our ranking so we can get seen by more people. I'll post instructions in our podcast group if anyone needs some assistance. This is so greatly appreciated because it is going to help us continue to grow and attract new people and new inquisitive minds, which are only going to make every episode and every show more exciting because more inquisitive minds mean more questions. So anyway, enough of that. I want you all to sit tight, close your eyes, relax, and let's journey. With Aaron and Alexander. Uncovering our authentic self through self awareness, conscious communication, and emotional responsibility. Before we jump into this episode, want to give a friendly shout out to Anissa Ray Augustine and Michelle Lyon for joining or rejoining our patron subscription yes thank you guys so much we really appreciate your support so much appreciated to them and if you all don't know you can subscribe at wise-wise.com slash patron p-a-t-r-e-o-n and for a small monthly donation you get access to our behind the scenes footage and other fun things so in this episode we are going to be talking about development tools and i wanted to share a quick story that actually happened to me a few days ago um, I had my birthday and mm-hmm. I picked an, an animal spirit card from my deck and I happened to get the black egg, which was um, around the throat chakra energy and in the description of the card, it talked about speaking from an authentic voice. So I felt mm. that that was pretty timely because yesterday I had just posted a video in our Wise Wise Facebook community. So if you're not a member, 
Uh, hit please us up and join. join. Yes. Uh, and in which I was, I was talking to everybody about the conversation that you and I had where I had realized that over time in this podcast, I had changed my voice because I made an intention where I wanted to be more professional in my voice. Right. And I didn't like hearing myself get so animated with the ups and downs and, and the energy going up and down. I wanted to kind of be a little more like neutral like you, which I feel like in my mind, um, I passed some self-judgment and I thought that a host should be more neutral and also professionalism would be more neutral. And so mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to project that. Right. And this is tied into the three of diamonds being creative and trying all these different things as well. So we'll touch on that as well. And so I, I, I of course, made an, an intentional effort to do that without, I think, without telling you. No, maybe no, maybe I over time know. I would say, hey, you know, I kind of want to like stop. I would make comments about yeah, like. And I, didn't, I had noticed shifts yeah. and I had said things gently as well, but now I'm much more clear in what was going on. Yeah. And then we, we had a moment where, where I think I asked you, you know, if you've noticed a change in me and, and you said mm-hmm. you did, and we had a conversation about that and, and I got to share some reasons why all that went down and through that whole process and then getting this card, which was very divine and then sharing my experience with the Facebook group and then getting the feedback from those who shared talking about how, they wanted to hear more of my authentic voice. Mm-hmm. And I, I even got some comments from, from some of my friends who listened who said, you know, you, you sound a little more professional. You sound different. Mm-hmm. And so it was being recognized. Yes, it was. And so for me, I was like, okay, well, that's what I'm trying to do. But then when I started getting, you know, two, three, four people kind of say the same thing and I would ask more questions to them. And when they would hear me actually talk outside of the podcast, they would be like, wow, that's your authentic voice? Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. So that caused me through all of this to go internal and, and be like, okay, I need to bring that back right. and reassess why I did that in the first place. And that's not where I really wanted to go. I think my intention wasn't 100% clear. I didn't have all the information at, at the start, but now sure. I'm able to readjust. Yes, and, and a beautiful part of this is this is a great example to where there's no wrongdoing here, uh, and that's what we support in this life development process is that this is a philosophy that is supportive. Uh, it does look at both sides of every coin, and some people may be challenged to say that it carries a um, judgmental view, but as you get into or comparison view. But as you get more into uh, understanding the complexity and the wholeness of the philosophy, you see that it's just the opposite of that. And I think this is a good example that there was no chastising, there was no judging, just allowing a process. I've known this with, you know, um, knowing Aaron's human design and cards and different aspects of him it's helped me to work with this because in the past people that tried a lot of different things in that way could seem unstable to me and so in my 20s when I was in bands if someone mentioned something about uh, maybe playing in another additional band outside of mine then I saw that as competition and it would make me uncomfortable to be honest and so this has been a whole process uh, of learning to um, adjust 
And that's what this year has been about is partnerships with me as well. So the beauty about today's podcast is we're, we're going to get into uh, just talking about tools in general and how to utilize them. Uh, and they send people, some people down roads that cost them time, cost them money. So it's not something that should be taken lightly. And I want to clear up for, you know, anyone listening that this podcast and the information here doesn't challenge anyone's belief system, uh, anyone's religion or spiritual path. We choose to honor all paths in that way. And although I'm a very spiritual person and very connected to that divine energy, I don't project a lot of that personal practice into this work because this work is really about how energy flows and how it affects us in our health, in our understanding, our well-being, our consciousness, which connects to our relationships. So that's really the focus of this work, but we are going to start sprinkling in a little bit more of that uh, so-called spiritual or religious practice type of information as well as some suggestions for the physical cost. This is a process of all five levels. Again, we have the physical, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual or religious levels. And we work with all five of those levels in this work. So I'm excited to bring in, uh, we're bringing in more creativity and we're going to change things up a little bit for those long-term listeners that's been listening for a while and we're going to make things a little bit lighter hopefully and more a little bit more playful um, and interact a little bit more of the sound and creative part so prepare to get creative people we're bringing that vibe into the wise wise podcast and one of those fun and creative vibes that we're adding to the podcast is the addition of the bowl so Whenever Alexander says something that I feel is extremely important or groundbreaking or or my mind is melting, <laughs> I'm going to play the bowl and we'll decide whether we need to go back to it, talk more in depth, but it's just a way for you guys to uh, maybe take hold of what he was saying and then listen after and we'll discuss uh, uh, more in depth. So yeah, lots of cool little uh, shifts and So getting into the development tools, the tools we talk about here on the podcast and within the Just Philosophy are the Destiny Card System, the Human Design System, and you know from here and there we also bring in astrology. From time to time, I think there's um, a perspective that people may have of how much of the work is the actual development tools that we discuss. And so, Alexander, I wanted to ask you, how much of the work is uh, or consists of the development tools? Yeah, I would say maybe uh, 10% or so. And a lot of people hear me talk about these tools a good bit. And so I understand that people can get lost in that of just um, thinking that that is the work or the majority of the work. But it's really just a tool or tools to help uh, guide us along this this work. And the just philosophy fills uh, all the gaps and all the questions, how everything like fits together. So this is what I'm considering a, a complete system with any question that you have that or that you're presently going through. 
anything that you're experiencing uh, can be assisted through this philosophy of just life. And it does include wellness, but we talk about wellness on the five levels that we mentioned earlier. And we speak a lot on conscious communication because how we relate to others or how we relate determines a lot of our well-being. And it helps to have tools to go to when uh, we feel stuck or we just want some guidance. So whether that is uh, something like the Bible or the I Ching or the human design or the destiny cards or a pendulum or whatever the tool, uh, tarot cards or uh, just animal speaks cards, whatever the tool is, uh, see it as that, as a tool. But we don't need to put all of our decision-making around these tools because they're just influences. And I think that's what I'm looking forward to getting into is breaking this down and actually uh, showing a similarity to how it kind of fits into how our parents, um, you know, so-called pass genes down to us. And I'm going to show how energetically it's kind of very similar with our birth date and time and place. Um, they're, they're very connected. So before we talk about the influences that that uh, can be seen on our lives and how we utilize these tools that way, I did want to mention that in the episode we did on how to step into your power, we referenced the tools and how we can use them for self-discovery. Mm-hmm. And I can attest to this. I know that that realizing that I had my throat chakra activated and even hearing you say that throat chakra people use a lot of words to describe mm-hmm things that may not need as many words, I found myself very conscious in my conversations now because I just keep going back to that. I'm like, why do I feel the need to have to send an audio message versus a text message? Right. And I feel like before I knew this, I may not have had that much of a draw, but now that I know it, for some reason, the draw has become more. Mm-hmm. So right. It's like a confirmation. Yeah. It can be. And it can, you know, and sometimes confirmation gives us, gets that monkey off our back of whether it's guilt or whether it's like we're not doing it the way everybody else does it, whatever it is. And, uh, and that's why these tools can be useful for that type of confirmation. At the same time, it's not a determining factor, um, just like how our mother or father lives, uh, questionably has an effect on us and as children moving forward in a way to where many times doctors will say that if your mother or father had like so-called type of illness or cancer, then you're likely to be more subject to that. But with the understanding that That's not necessarily the case if I eat completely differently, I uh, socialize completely differently, I live in an environment that's completely different. So even though that so-called influence is there, it doesn't have to have power unless we feed it. And it's very similar to when we are born and where, uh, where we're born, the time all of those factors comes together to create this this life that is a big question for a lot of people. And the astrology or these tools can help guide us, but it's really to help us like strengthen our intuition and 
a recognition and awareness of ourselves. So in that scenario, uh, say that the father, you know, had lung cancer and someone is told as a child that they may be more subject to that. There's a little bit of so-called truth to that, but with the person having that information, it doesn't have to throw them into fear. They can just very easily look and see how much of their life is as similar to their father and either make the change right then if it is very similar to avoid something like that or recognize that it's already very, very different. So I have proven to myself, and I don't project this as any kind of truth, but with raising two stepchildren from the time that they were three years old and them spending probably three to four times as much time with me as they did their biological father, even though he was local, I have proven beyond a shadow of my doubt that energy overrides DNA and that they are so much more like me because of their environment than they are like their father. And that's a great discussion to have that I enjoy having with different people from time to time, but we're not going to go deep into that. But it's just to recognize that that these tools are uh, guidelines and they can give us comfort or they can cause us stress. And the difference between that, whether you're seeing it as what we call polarity or you're seeing it as duality, is whether you're resisting it or not, whether you like it, that influence or not. But another example is in Western astrology, I'm seeing as what would be called a triple Virgo, which triple Virgos are known to be perfectionists and need things to be very precise. And there's there's three times that energy going in to my birthday. And then that relates to the queen of hearts in the cards being that we can have an idealistic view of things and want things to be at a level that most people aren't interested in experiencing. And then my other card is a 10 of clubs, which is considered the master of knowledge card. Not that I am a master of knowledge, but my personality seeks to be that. So see, that so-called uh, perfection or refinement in all of those areas. So it shows how it all like connects. It's just in a different language. And I prefer the human design and the destiny card system over Western astrology or any other systems, but I'm not judging them as less. It's just the language that I support throughout this philosophy. But they're just, they are just influences because when I realized in my twenties that I had that level of perfectionism and I first started my personal journey at 26 years old, uh, self-development, that was one of the first things I worked on is I saw that my perfectionism was pushing people away, was causing my stress, my panic attacks. It was ruling my life. And so one of the scariest things with my development was when I left the music scene from being in bands for 11 years I took two years completely away from even listening to music, much less playing music. And then I got into sound healing and I developed a thing with another gentleman uh, named Shanton called the Magic Carpet Ride of Sound. And it was more of a shamanic type journey to where we played instruments from all over the world. And so when, when I got into that, it was no practice. We never practiced. It was spontaneous and it scared me to death. 
So this is where I learned and got the saying that I love to use to lean into the friction of life. That that you want to resist has some of the biggest rewards. So that's a you know a quick little snippet of kind of um, how we're going to look at things moving forward in today's podcast. How you talked about the environment of the individual affecting their DNA. Uh, many people might know that it's called the epigenetics. So if anybody wants to look at that, it is a real thing. Sure. Um, and it's being heavily studied nowadays for healing purposes. But I did want to bring in how these these systems or tools kind of just give us our like our default setting of how we came into this world. Mm-hmm. And it's up to us on where we want to make adjustments, where where we want to round those edges. And I know like if I tell somebody I'm an Aries, I think there are, or I've, at least I've heard stories of some judgments that are made on Aries and, and how um, they're very strong-willed or they're revengeful. And of course, I notice those things inside me, mm-hmm. but my other aspects of uh, astrology or, or the destiny cards help to round that out by default, but I've also done a lot of work because I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to, right. I didn't want to add to that side of myself. So I've worked to work on and um, mold myself the other way. Uh, used to share with people that it took me over 10 years to uh, unlearn all of the good things that my parents taught me. Because when I stopped looking at things as right and wrong and good and bad, and of course that's a a topic within itself, I saw that good intentions uh, can really mislead how someone thinks, especially as a child. And so there's, from my position, I choose to trust the universe and a divine power and to be in uh, resonance with that or with the flow, and that is considering how the the earth and and that divine energy is affecting each individual person. And so, I chose to raise my sons the way that I say they were designed to be raised, rather than the way that I was taught to be raised. I call that breaking the ripple of your family lineage. But when I did that, I had to, in each situation to where there was a discipline that needed to happen, see, we have this instinct, especially where discipline is is around or anger or standing up for yourself, that normally we do what we were taught. And people can really not like that part of them because they'll do or say something and it reminds them of their father or their mother and it can make them feel bad right away. So we have to work and once again, lean into the friction, do what's hard to break these patterns. But if you do it consistently enough, it resets it literally from an energetic standpoint. We're habitual creatures. The more that we do something, it becomes automatic. It becomes it starts operating in the subconscious to where we don't have to be consciously involved as much. But that process can take longer than most people in self-development really want to accept that it does. I like to personally suggest that anytime somebody wants to make a change, to be willing to practice it at least a hundred times before you're going to even 
consider judging whether you're getting better or not. Many times you'll accomplish that before the 100. But if you're looking to do it like quickly, normally you will fool yourself and you, many people will think that they changed and they really haven't. And many times that doesn't show up until a tense situation comes or a true challenge in life, like everything that we're currently going through with this virus situation and everybody being forced or at least suggested to stay home and and to uh, kind of incubate with, for some families, people that they're not used to being around. So, so knowing these, having this information of uh, people's influences and their certain sensitivities from an astrological or birth date, um, whatever the tool is, can be, you know, very useful because it can help you see an unconscious side of people. And we have the ability to, we do have free will and the ability to either utilize these tools or these influences or not. But I like to suggest that people that aren't aware of this are being affected by it almost constantly. And some will defend it and say, well, this is just who I am. In my meager opinion, that's just who you're choosing to be. Uh, And now you're justifying it with this system to where, for me, the systems are just a roadmap to show me my weaknesses, confirm my weaknesses and my strengths. And I just want to look at it as a roadmap. I don't want to put any more pressure or any more expectations than that. But uh, uh, many people look at so-called horoscopes, astrology tools, whether it's tarot cards or destiny cards, human design system, all of that. There can be many different opinions about it, but it's very, very similar to uh, a weather forecaster. They can see the patterns that are being created. Uh, We could call it energetically, but it's, it's here on this physical plane. But just because it's moving in a certain way does not guarantee that it's going to continue to develop in that way because time changes everything. And that's why when we have an idea of how we would handle a certain situation in the future, as you and I were discussing earlier, you said this, that it never plays out like that in the future. And I agree because the variables change as time goes by. So I've seen people that that preach that they would never get on the operating table if they got cancer. And I saw them fold as soon as they got it. And then I saw... Another warrior uh, preached that, and when she was given the information, she chose to follow that path. So uh, so be very careful about what you project that you will do or how you will handle something or what you will say, because when the situation shows up, it's normally very, very different. So I did ring the bell yeah. a little while ago and for the first time, so everybody, we can celebrate that. The first time the bell has rung. Um, it was about when you said that the people who are operating out of the subconscious are choosing it. And I just wanted to bring to the attention that those people, they don't even know that they have a choice. Right. And so that's the kind of like paradox of that statement. I mean, it's true both ways. It's true that they yeah. are choosing that. They're choosing. It's yes and yes. And that's um, why I choose to say that only the conscious have choice. Everybody else is just uh, being led by the energies that are influencing them. And once again, the human design helps to break that down 
in, from a visual to see exactly how people are affecting you energetically and influencing you in that way. So all of this can be extremely useful. And as Aaron mentioned about his throat chakra being activated and that then me mentioning that many times they can be very verbal and process verbally so they can so-called overtalk sometimes explaining and I don't have the the throat chakra at all. So my job, knowing that, I know that I have a limited amount of time of being powerful in my voice and I've proven that over and over and over that if I have, if I don't have somebody with a throat chakra activated in the human design around me, uh, I have about an hour and a half to speak before my voice starts to get weak. If I have someone that has a throat chakra, then I can go for up to three hours before that same weakness comes in. And uh, I just think it's fascinating and beautiful, you know, how we, we all do share energy, we all are connected, and we're affecting each other constantly. And to have a visual comprehension of that uh, is, is extremely useful. So if you had the choice to know the weather, you know, when, when you had to leave your house and go out there or not, I think some adventurers might choose to not sometimes just sure. to have the adventure. But if you had the choice, wouldn't you want to know what you're going to encounter on that day or that month or that year? And I think that's the argument that you're making with it, with uh, referencing you uh, utilizing these types of tools as a weather, a sort of weather report, yeah, just whether you need to grab a jacket or not. You know, it's not that you can't uh, make it through the rain or through the snow without a jacket, but you'd be more comfortable with the jacket. And that's what this information is like, is that, no, we're not saying you have to have this to survive. There's millions of people that have no idea about any of it. But that doesn't mean that they're not being affected by it. And when I first got I remember um, – talking one time about uh, a term called mercury retrograde and uh, that that can bring complications with communication and electronics breaking down. And I was talking with somebody and they said, uh, oh, I'm 43 years old and I've never heard of that. So uh, it's not affecting me any. And see, he's just not aware that it's affecting him. But it's an energetic uh, fact that it, it shifts the way that the energy is coming into the planet and and how each individual receives that. So uh, so all of this, you know, part of my path is to kind of demystify some of this information and get it in a very logical and uh, mathematical or uh, physics-based uh, view. So that's why I call this a frequency-based philosophy because it all fits together and it's all connected. So regarding Mercury Retrograde, it's become such a popular term nowadays that I think you have to be living under a rock to mm -hmm. not have heard it. For some reason, it's become pretty popular, mm -hmm. I would say, the last three or four years. And to the point where I think some people see it as a scapegoat and now that people can just point to it whenever something goes wrong and mm -hmm. not and kind of escape responsibility. So maybe they're right. kind of like overusing it overusing the tool or the, the reference? Yes, yes. And uh, know that any tool that is useful is almost always going to be used somewhere in a detrimental way. 
and this gets back to our polarity view that whatever you experience one way, you're more than likely going to experience the opposite at some point. And so part of this work is balancing or bringing that into equilibrium to where there aren't emotional spikes to where you get extremely excited because however high you go, you you have to go that low. So a lot of the people out there that uh, seem face-to-face to be very positive and happy all the time uh, just know there's a very high likelihood that they're carrying a lot of depression behind closed doors. Uh, and I've, I've seen that uh, be true many, many times. And normally the more sage type people or um, wise people that I met and experienced, I saw a very steady uh, consistency about them from an emotional standpoint. But on all the levels, on a physical standpoint, they didn't overexert themselves. Uh, Easy flowing movements, same with their thoughts. They don't allow negative thoughts in to, to just overrun. So so once again, on these five levels, we're looking to bring everything into a very moderate and smooth equilibrium, as well as bringing the masculine and feminine energies of each individual into that equilibrium. Because, see, all the five levels are useful, and, and uh, the masculine and feminine energy is useful, and all the five levels and the masculine and feminine have detrimental characteristics. So once again, we're approaching everything from a very uh, wide view and, uh, you know, keeping judgment out of it. So how how do you personally utilize Mercury retrograde? Like, where is the balance in viewing that? Yeah, I think that, uh, once again, using all of these tools is, from my perception, a an opportunity to help you stay in a space of as much non-judgment as possible because that's when you will make the wisest decisions when you're non-emotional now once again we're emotional beings we were designed to go through emotions but i happen to feel we were designed to process emotions and this philosophy supports the processing of emotions so with something like mercury retrograde which will send some people into fear that something's going to happen. It'll send some people into justification, as you were talking about. But right away, what I utilize it for is to bring me back to that center point or the point of neutrality. So if I'm trying to get something out, say, on the computer and get an episode edited and out quick to uh, to Aaron to post for us, and it's Mercury Retrograde and... I try it three times and it's failed three times. See, at that point in time, I may have forgotten for a moment what was going on with Mercury Retrograde. And when I realize it, it helps me to just sit back in the chair and take a breath and go, oh, here I am trying to push something, wait till the last minute, and I don't have the support of the universe. I don't look at it always as a complete defeat, I look at it from a respect standpoint of I'm attempting to will something that isn't being supported by the universe, by the divine. My attitude will shift to where if this is supposed to happen, then I will try it a couple more times. And if it doesn't happen in a couple more times, then I'm going to accept that today's not the day to do it or now's not the time to do it. 
But the main thing is how it is affecting me internally, emotionally. We want to stay in that neutral spot that I talk about, or you hear me say non-preference. Because when we're in the flow with life, with the universe, with that divine energy, uh, we have very little resistance. We have very little friction. And so people talk about being in the flow of life. That's entertaining (laughs) many times when I hear somebody saying that because there is a usefulness of that. But that is truly so in depth, um, and these that most people are limited how they see that. And these tools are very helpful to shine a light brighter and brighter on what the flow is. Very similar to the weather forecast that they might call for rain. You might grab a jacket, and then it doesn't rain. But you don't get hopefully <laughs> you don't get upset at the weather guy. Because you took the time to grab that jacket. Why did he say this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and that's that's kind of like the, you know, I hear people that'll get into some type of astrology or some type of tool like this. And they'll say, well, su- uh, such and such said that this was going to happen. Then it didn't happen. You know, and, and they'll show frustration. I'll say, well, did you get upset the last time the weatherman said it was going to rain and it didn't rain? Because it's similar. It's, it's an influence. It's an energetic influence that's coming in. It does not guarantee that it's going to happen. But at the same time, if you happen to be looking to ride that wave, then you can get your energy involved and you can help amplify that to what some people call manifestation. We approach manifestation a very different way in this work. But that is how I see amplifying it, is that you lean into it once you notice what the universe is providing and so it's very similar to surfing somebody can be out on a surfboard and they can be waiting for that perfect wave and they can spend days waiting for that wave or they can enjoy the waves that are in the ocean that's kind of a little bit of an analogy of life is that the ones that i've met that's wise and content they stopped chasing what they wanted And they got in the flow. You know, I wanted to be a rock and roll star. And I got a record deal. And I got a European tour. And I got everything that I wanted. And I walked away from it. I laid the pen down. I didn't sign the contract. And then five years later, I step into self-development. And my whole life changes every aspect of it. So if I would have been successful, so-called successful or highly successful in that music business, I would have been like more than likely many of the stories. What I wanted wasn't what I was designed to be here and do, but I was supposed to be involved with music. See, I utilized it. Now I'm a sound healer rather than a music performer. I'm a sound therapist. I prefer therapist over healer because everyone heals themselves. Their their healing journey is really between them and the divine. And I'm a coach at best, a support system. And that's the way I approach all of this is that type of support system. So you mentioned manifestation. We, of course, did an episode on just another way to look at manifestation. Mm-hmm. If, if that interests you out there, please go back and listen to that episode to get a better understanding of what Alexander was talking about. And we've also done an episode on willpower versus trust. And I wanted to mention that your example of how you look at 
Mercury retrograde was a perfect example of willpower and trust. And I, this is still, this is still a struggle inside me to comprehend just like if I try to go back and be like, think of willpower and trust, think of an example. It's still hard for me to have one in my brain ready to go. But I think that one is one that many people can utilize and remember going forward. Yes. And, and there's nothing wrong with, um, having dreams or having goals or setting intentions uh, is my preference. Uh, But when things don't work out the way that you want them to, it's about how it affects you. So, see, there's nothing wrong with being disappointed in this life. It's how much you let that disappointment affect you. It's nothing wrong with getting what you want. Having an enjoyment. I'm all about it. I'm about celebrating this life. But the more you chase after it, normally the more you have to pay. There, There's just always a cost to anything that we want. So my personal practice and what I share through some of this work is that as soon as I have a want, I go into the cost and I even take it to the point to get to what could be the most extreme cost of this. And for me personally, I don't chase anything that I'm not willing to pay the cost for. That took away a lot of my stress, a lot of my hardships, a lot of my strain on relationships. But whether it's everyone's way or not, you know, I'm just happy to have decided to walk that path of trust rather than the path of logic and will um, because most people can create almost anything that you can imagine. Um, My question is always, are you willing to pay the cost for it? And if you haven't even considered the cost and you're chasing that, then all of those little disappointments are normally going to weigh very, very heavy and be very challenging. I love watching documentaries uh, about musicians, bands, um, actors, athletes, mainly because I love hearing about people's failures and their perseverance. You know, I know there's a wonderful like poster. I used to be a huge Michael Jordan fan when I was growing up, and someone did this meme type thing that showed all of his failures and him getting cut from the varsity basketball team and, and like how many shot game winning shots he had missed and like all of the failures. And it was one of the first times that I had seen that in general information, just talk about the failures, but, but it was because he was so successful, so successful in so many people's eyes that the failures were, were accepted. And that's what I'm trying to bring into this wide view is that we can all look at those failures and see where we've grown, and we don't have to judge ourselves for that because all of the so-called failures and successes has made us who we are. So there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just things to release. Sometimes people can do things earlier in life and feel bad about themselves, but the cards of the human design can explain energetically why you were influenced to do that. And why now that you've grown and time has passed, you, would, you wouldn't even consider doing some of those actions. And this is about development. So as we develop, we need to forgive. It has to go hand in hand. 
And every time you get into a would have, could have, or should have situation, that's the time to take a time out um, because the willpower is pushing too hard and need to lean a little bit more into trust. I like that. That's a good reminder. Uh, the destiny card system was something that attracted me early on, and I've always been into uh, tools of divinity. I've always been curious about them. So I wanted to bring up something that, that I would do, and, and I don't think I still do this now, but every birth year when I'd get my new report for the, for the year mm-hmm. upcoming, from my place at that point, I would look through and try to map out where I think my life was going to go based on those energetic influences that were coming through. Right. And I'd try my best to like, oh, oh, so this is going to happen. Oh, and then this is going to happen. And I would think that I had the universe figured out. I knew like what was going to happen and, you know, who was going to come into my life or, or, you know, how successful we were going to be with the podcast. And none of it happened the way I thought. So (laughs) I just wanted to make that point because even though you see these influences, you have no idea how they're going to play out. Yeah, there's, there's, there's too many variables. And once again, you can have like a 90% chance of rain or you can have 10 or 20% chance of rain. And it's not always defined clearly what the percentage is. And that's why intuition is uh, part of this tool and and why we do focus on all the five levels because when all five of those levels are operating optimally, then more than likely you're seeing each situation or each subject, uh, you know, as clear as it can be seen. But if you're lacking in one of the areas, it can create an energetic blockage. It can create a perception blockage. And this is why just because two people don't agree on a topic doesn't mean that both parties aren't right. I'm going to say that again. Just because two people don't agree on a topic does not mean that both parties aren't right. Because we pull so much from just the perception and we were given the tool of justification, which is our biggest adversary, and we can justify almost anything the way that we see it. This is why having uh, brothers and sisters around you uh, in the community like we're creating to be able to check ourselves is very, very useful to go to people that you're comfortable that's not going to judge you. And you can tell them the the story or the situation and how you're go- looking to approach it and get some really good feedback. Once again, because we're developing a community of consciousness and truth and support, not just necessarily agreeing with each other all the time, but a willingness to discuss the subject if it's a different view and a willingness to accept that we're not looking to change each other's views. So a true sharing out of non-judgment to help us to make better decisions and to move forward in our lives. And when talking about the variations of the influences, we could also bring in like intensity. Like we don't know how hard it's going to rain. We don't know if there's going to be a lightning bolt coming down and Mm -hmm. like, you know, having a tower moment in our lives. So I just throw that in there. And it also segues to the next thing I wanted to talk about was I've gone back and looked at the cards of my past relationships and tried to figure out why I had such like certain connections with certain people. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that I have had um, certain cards run through multiple relationships. Sure. And patterns. And I wanted to bring this up 
because it's not as easy as let's say I had a really awesome connection with one person and they happen to be like a six of hearts or something. That's just, just some random one I'm throwing out there. Mm-hmm. I can't then seek out a six of hearts person because if I do, sure, I may have like a certain draw to them, but they have a complete different background, history, um, you know, childhood. Many, and many other variables are different. So many. And so I have looked through and I, and I have had two relationships where I had really strong connections with the people, but they're no, nowhere near as close to people as I originally thought. I just thought that, you know, oh, I, when you look at the book, if you have the love cards book, you can see the compatibility and the intensity and the attraction, all those numbers of the individuals. So technically you can pick out which cards you would theoretically have what you would think would be connection or a, a great connection yeah. in a relationship. And it, it, I'm just saying that it may not be, <laughs> or it isn't how you think it is. Cause I, I've, I've gone that route thinking, and just by looking back at my past, I can see, sure, I, I had this really strong, like, vibe with these two people. Like, I have a really strong past life connections. Like, we could, we could not talk for, like, 10 years and come back and still be as good as friends as before. Mm-hmm. But as far as, you know, relationship and love connection, they're two totally different people. Yeah, yeah, and you're, you're just basically looking at one aspect of similarity that they carry, but that could potentially be the only aspect of similarity. I chose to work with the human design and the destiny card system because the human design just lays out the energetic makeup uh, so so well, and the destiny card system shows your personality and your uh, higher self, or some people call it um, your soul purpose. And so between the energetic layout, your personality, and your potential higher self, for me, it gives a very uh, nice roadmap to how to get you on track. Uh, And what I mean by on track is every truly happy or content person that I have met is living their makeup or their design. Now, they're not always aware of that because they don't necessarily practice these specific tools. Some of them have done it consciously and some of it have done it unconsciously. But that's the thing that I see. I work with, of course, a lot more people that are in disharmony than are in harmony. But the majority of people that the more disharmony they are experiencing the further off their path, so to say, typically they they are. And this could be, yes, influenced from their family, from a parent, from a a mate, uh, from many, many different things. And people try to fit in so much. They are so, the masses are typically scared to death to be judged, to be ridiculed. And so there's so much discontentment out there with people trying to fit into shells that they were never designed to fit into. And so that excites me to help people reveal things about themselves to where they go, oh, yeah, well, I've, I've always kind of felt that. But see, people will say that so lighthearted, but you've made no action to follow that. 
And so hopefully that's many times what the confirmation does is it gives you the platform to go and to build off of it. Uh, so confirmation is very, very important as we've discussed in the past. So in wrapping up this awesome episode with our new bowl, um, I wanted to ask you, Alexander, if people are interested in learning more about themselves, learning you know what they were designed to be doing uh, or, or more about their default traits, uh, how can they get their human design system um, chart and, uh, and possibly like their destiny card yearly reports or relationship reports? Well, there are multiple uh, websites out there if you're just inquisitive enough to just uh, look at the basics. Um, you can get your human design and some brief understandings of them. But if you want a full reading or you want to um, go more in-depth, then please contact me for a private session. Uh, normally, those last uh, 90 minutes to uh, two hours. Um, but I'm open if somebody just wants to maybe book 30 minutes or an hour to see how it's going. Uh, you know, I welcome that. And right now I am running a special that, uh, it's either 20% off or you get the first 30 minutes free. Um, and we check back in at after 30 minutes. If you want to continue, then we continue. If not, then you're, you're good to take that, that 30 minutes of what we discussed. And, um, I've never had... Not to say that I won't, but um, unfortunately, I've never experienced anybody that took advantage of that free 30 minutes and then didn't want to continue because it's typically so spot on for people that, like I said, even if they're not practicing uh, what they're hearing, they feel a truth within themselves. So you can find me at uh, thejustphilosophy.com is my website. You can reach me uh, through text at 336-830-4072. Again, that's 336-830-4072. Or you can send me an email through alexander at wise-wise.com. And you didn't mention the Destiny Card yearly or uh, relationship reports, and I just wanted to give my take on how awesome and uh, important they've been in my life just being able to see what's upcoming for my year I mean I look forward to it every yes. year and and uh, I know I probably shouldn't do this but when I'm having a crappy year I like to look forward to the next year to see <laughs> if it's going to be any better and when I say crappy I just mean a lot of change or challenge uh, a lot of sevens and nines in my year mm -hmm. so it's really cool to see and I mean if you're if you're into anything like tarot or astrology um, it's something very different. It's something very easily um, digested, I think, versus astrology can be very advanced. And I even have a video that I posted uh, a year ago, I think, in our Facebook community group where I did um, go, go through one of my reports so you can see what it looks like and what you're getting. So, Alexander, if somebody does want a report, how can they get that? Yes, and same thing. You can contact me through any of those avenues and uh, they're just $25 and the yearly reports typically are around 30 to 35 pages um, and that is through the cards and compatibility reports we can either do of uh, the specific year that you're experiencing right now or a whole lifetime uh, compatibility report as well and they're just they're $25 each and uh, every year of course the influences change and 
they're invaluable information from my perspective and, and so useful to help in communication and understanding why somebody is challenging for you. For instance, you can have a lot of friction with a coworker or even a more intimate type relationship. And sometimes it's even mother or father and child. And when you can see that there's like maybe two or three Mars influences or two or three Saturn influences, those are the competitive, the challenge type influences. And so right away for me, when I can see that it's energetic, it's not just personality. It's not just somebody being hard to get along with. See, that brings in a whole other level of information uh, that I can help with to to restructure how you just approach things and perception, people. <laughs> perception is the one true free will that we have, and information helps to hone perception. I just wanted to say one word, acceptance. Mm. Yes. It helps to accept. And I did want to point out that the yearly Destiny Car reports go from your birth year to your next birth year and not like the traditional year. Yes, yes. So uh, so thank you so much. Uh, I love the Tibetan bell gonging in uh, on our little highlights, and um, I'm looking forward to bringing uh, poetry and uh, some more music. We've got a few new products coming up, so be on the lookout for a daily planner, a uh, compilation of the three minutes of stillness put together, and uh, many, many more new things. So exciting times. And speaking of, <laughs> stay tuned for the three minutes of stillness. Enjoy.
We appreciate your interest in self-growth, conscious communication, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 22 years in his private practice, professional environment, and private studies. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only. It is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. As we continue sharing this information, there are also multiple ways to share and support this work. Gain access to our exclusive content, behind-the-scenes footage, and other products that assist you on your self-awareness journey by joining our patron team in exchange for a monetary donation by visiting wise-wise.com slash patron. That is wise-whys.com slash p-a-t-r-e-o-n. Another way of support is by sharing this podcast with receptive individuals or even leaving a review on popular platforms such as iTunes or Facebook helps us introduce this work to others through the listener's words. We are also on most major social networks, so follow us along there or even join our Facebook group community. Continue your journey by visiting Alexander's website where you are able to book private consultations in person, by phone, or even Skype. Know thyself better with human design and destiny card reports and readings as mentioned in this podcast. View a calendar of his live performances and class schedule. Peruse his other products such as shirts, CDs, and the revolutionary VibroTune sound vibrational therapy tables that assist with subtle energy alignments. So grab that keyboard and go to thejustphilosophy.com for those goodies. That's T-H-E-J-U-S-T P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y dot com. And if you love the touch of a soft shirt with a message that will warm your heart in resonation, then check out my company, Verity's Apparel, where I am a one-man band doing it all from design to physically printing the garment. It's sealing it all with a conscious touch. Just go to veritiesapparel.com, V-E-R-I-T-E-E-S-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. Thank you all for being a part of this journey with us.